Welcome to With You in the NICU, a podcast for infant patients' parents and practitioners. Each episode aims to last as long as a pumping session for mom, or you could listen to several while you practice skin-to-skin with baby. With You in the NICU is produced by the Canadian Premature Babies Foundation. This episode is made possible by presenting sponsor Medela with support from AbbVie and Prolacta. Your host for With You in the NICU is Jenna Morton, a parenting journalist and mother of two preemie boys. This episode of With You in the NICU focuses on keeping both baby and parent as safe as possible from all those runny noses and unwashed hands that cause us so much anxiety and anguish. I'm your host, Jenna Morton, and I remember those days of unending hand washing and worrying about what viruses and germs myself and my family might be bringing into our preemies world. To help walk us through some of the facts, some of the strategies you'll want to deal with this, I'm joined by Marianne Bratt. Marianne is a registered nurse working closely with NICU patients and their parents. Welcome. Hi, Jenna. Thank you so much for asking me to participate in the podcast. Extremely important information for families to know about. From 1999 to 2017, I coordinated the RSV program in the NICU at Mount Sinai Hospital. RSV stands for respiratory syncytial virus, and it's probably the most common cold virus out there. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to talk specifically for Canada, but it's all over the world. And it's probably the most common cold virus that causes or can result in something called bronchiolitis or pneumonia. And quite often, babies can become quite sick and some can be admitted to hospital for medical care. RSV is certainly something that NICU parents have becoming more aware of, but I think parents in general are hearing more about RSV these days. Can you tell us a little bit more about who's at risk? Okay. Well, the interesting thing is you're absolutely right about families who have babies in the neonatal intensive care unit. They do know a lot about infections, a lot about decreasing infections, and they worry an awful lot. And interestingly, they actually go home very well informed, uh, but sometimes that causes a little more anxiety. I'm going to tell you that every single newborn baby, premature or full term, is at risk of catching colds and viruses and becoming sick. So, but the preterm population are at higher risk and I will explain why. The maternal antibodies, so those are the antibodies that mom has, she transfers them to her baby uh, through the placenta. And the majority of these antibodies are transferred in the last trimester of the pregnancy and specifically in the last couple of weeks. So when a full-term baby is born, they have all the maternal antibodies that possibly could be transferred are there to protect these babies. The preterm population, on the other hand, obviously does not have this full protection. And interestingly, babies less than 36 weeks gestation, so even a baby born at 35 weeks gestation is at risk because they haven't had that full complement of antibodies. So when all these babies go home, the preterm population generally at the due date and the full-term baby a couple of days after discharge, they have these maternal antibodies. The preterm population way less, as I mentioned. But interestingly, as the babies start to make their own antibodies to start protecting themselves, the maternal antibodies start to decrease. 
So what happens when, when all these babies go home? These protective antibodies start to decline as the babies start to make their own. So for the full-term baby, those antibodies are declining. And when these babies are around two, three, four, five, six months of age, their antibodies are relatively low in that the babies are working really hard to make these antibodies for themselves. The preterm population, on the other hand, started with a lower level because they were born early. And when they are two, three, four, five, six, seven months corrected age, their antibodies are even lower than that of a full-term baby as they are also making their own antibodies. So in the first seven months, I would say, of a newborn baby's life, seven months corrected age for preterm baby, these babies are at risk if they got a cold, they could become maybe a little sicker than a child of one or two years of age. So the other problem with the premature baby is their lung maturity. So when a full-term baby is born, their lungs are fully developed for that gestational age. Lungs continue to develop until children are about seven, eight, nine years of age. But the full-term baby is ready in reality for the real world at that time. On the other hand, the preterm baby, their lungs are not fully developed. They're immature and they continue to develop. But because they were born early and because the maturity is happening after their birth, these lungs are more vulnerable. And some of the premature babies have been on oxygen or on a ventilator. And so these lungs are uh, more vulnerable than that of a full-term baby. What are some of the things that parents can do and practitioners can do to mitigate the risks for the preterm babies? Every parent who has a baby needs to be aware that their babies in the first year are more vulnerable, which makes sense. And so it's important for families in the postpartum floor, taking home a full-term baby, and in the NICU taking home their preterm baby to understand that probably the most important thing that they can do to keep their babies safe is hand washing and keeping their babies away from sick people. The problem with that is that when somebody takes their baby home and they have other children in the home or aunts and uncles, grandparents, etc., in the home, people become sick. So what does that mean? I recommend that when babies are in, have gone home at home and there's somebody sick in the home, be it a sibling, grandparent, mom or dad, that before they pick up their baby, they wash their hands. And I would minimize people who are sick picking up the baby. On the other hand, if mom's sick, she has to feed the baby. She's going to be in the home alone with the baby, so she needs to wash her hands and maybe not kiss the baby. And maybe when she coughs and sneezes, she does that away from the baby. But there's very little one can do when the mom is sick. The other thing I recommend is that in the winter months, families get their flu shot. Very, very importantly that grandparents get the flu shot and children, uh, toddlers from six months of age up to uh, kindergarten and grade school. On the other hand, everybody should get a flu shot. It's extremely important for the babies to get their immunizations. They get their immunizations on time. If a preterm baby gets something called whooping cough, then they can become extremely sick. If you think about it, they had immature lungs and they have a very immature uh, immune system. 
So, and keeping babies away from smoking. So if it's or secondhand smoke, keeping your baby away from crowds. For sure, you need to go out shopping. For sure, you need to go to Loblaws or anywhere to go get your food. You have to take your baby with you. You have to take. You have to go to the school to pick up your toddler. You've got a toddler in daycare, kindergarten. You can take your baby and absolutely take your baby. But remember, wash your hands before you pick up that baby. So if you're going to take the baby out of the car seat, wash your hands or wash your hands with alcohol hand rub. A lot of mums in general focus on baby wearing for that specific reason because it's that much easier to keep your baby away from other people when you have to go out if they're that close to you. I would agree. I would agree with baby wearing. There are also mothers that have purchased a little sign or make a little sign and they put it on the car seat or on the the stroller or they put it on um, their baby wearing equipment to say, please don't touch my baby. (laughs) So, I mean, that's something parents can do. But I need to stress that although parents are listening to this podcast because they have a baby in the NICU, full-term babies are equally at risk of getting sick and getting very sick. So this is information that everybody should have. This is information that mothers and fathers should share with grandparents. This is information that the parents should share with their family members and not feel guilty about it. I think one of the things that moms, I wouldn't say suffer from, that's not a good word, but they feel guilty. They feel guilty that grandparents um, maybe don't see the baby as much as they should. They feel guilty if they don't end up going to uh, family holidays and festivities, or if they do go to family holidays and festivities, only one or two people hold the baby and nobody else. In my mind, it's extremely important for families to work out what works best for themselves. What works for you? If you want to go on a family holiday or you're going for a celebration to your in-laws, doesn't matter where, and you feel uncomfortable about it, you need to share that information. It's extremely challenging to keep any baby healthy, especially in the winter. But I will say there are viruses all year round. There's just way more in the winter than there are in the summer. But they're there in the summer. There's RSV in the summer. It's not much. There are about over 200 viruses out there. There may be even more than 300 viruses out there. There are lots of them floating around. In the summertime, they weigh less. We don't see them as much. But it's important to wash hands in the summertime and keep babies away from sick people in the summertime. That's a great point. I think a lot of parents have that idea that it's the winter months that we need to worry about and we let our guard down during the rest of the year. And it's very important to remember that there's always risk out there and we can just do our best to mitigate it. Absolutely. And you know what? If, If babies get sick, babies do get sick. It's reality. Um, Full-term babies get sick. And it's important that if you're worried, you must call your doctor. It's extremely important not to sit on your worries. Even if you feel that you may be overreacting, give your doctor a call. It's a challenge taking a baby home that's been in the neonatal intensive care unit. You've had all these monitors, you've had all these nurses, you've had all these doctors around, and now you're at home and you are here with this baby and you really are worried that something will happen. And so I think it's important to realize that when the babies are ready to go home, they're ready to go home. We just need to remember to try as much as possible to keep them away from sick people. 
because it's sick people that will make the baby sick, which makes sense. And so the way to do that is wash your hands, keep them away. Maybe if you want to go food shopping, you go first thing in the morning. If you want to go to a mall, you maybe go in the morning time. Don't go at high time. Uh, it's important to get out. By the way, going outside for a walk every day is extremely important, even in the winter. And going out walking, your baby will not get sick. Okay, winter does not make babies sick, it's viruses. So bundle your baby up, go out, go for a walk. And if you don't want to take your baby out, then you go for a walk because it's extremely important for you to also feel good about being at home and being able to relax a little bit to enjoy your baby because enjoying your baby is one of the biggest parts of having a baby at home. I completely agree. And I think adding there too, to make sure that as a parent, you're taking care of your health as much as you are the babies, and you're you're making sure you don't let yourself get run down as much as possible to make yourself more susceptible to those viruses that are out there. Absolutely, I think that's extremely important, and that's very very challenging in the winter months. So it's extremely important to enjoy your baby, to have fun, to be able to spend some time, relax, and ask family for help if you feel that you need some help. Ask them. But if you feel you're getting too much help, then it's really important to tell them and share that with them because parents and friends all want to, be, to spend time with you when you take your baby home. There is a, on the Canadian Premature Baby Foundation, so I hope that you've been able to access that website. Lots of information for parents on various aspects of care but one of the things that's there is a booklet on common winter illnesses and i recommend that you actually go on online and have a look at that booklet you can download it but it talks about colds and coughs bronchitis it talks about rsv pneumonia it talks about immunizations it also has a video on it of where i and another parent talked a little bit about winter illnesses and how to protect the baby so you can certainly access that on that website as well is a letter that parents can download that they can hand to family members and friends, identify the concerns about taking their baby home and the concerns they have, and that grandparents understand how important it is to stay away and to understand where the parent is at. So those things are accessible on that website. Yes, those are fantastic resources that everyone hopefully will be going to check out. What do you want parents to keep in mind when it comes to vaccinations for their children? Okay, I, it's important for parents to know that preterm babies should receive their vaccines according to their birth age. So if they were born two months early, then they would be receiving that at two months of age, not corrected age. It's important that these babies receive these vaccines on time. And it's also important to understand that the babies are not fully protected until they've had all three of those um, immunizations at two, four, and six months of age. It's incredibly important that these babies get their vaccines. As I mentioned, they cannot get whooping cough. We don't want them to get measles. We don't want them to get chickenpox. They'll end, end up back in hospital, especially with those immature immune systems in the first year. So the question often comes up about, well, what do I do when I have nieces and nephews or have friends who have children who have not been vaccinated? My answer is, your babies cannot afford to get any of these diseases. 
they will end up probably back in hospital. So again, you as the mom and you as the dad are going to feel extremely guilty, but it's all about your baby and it's extremely important to remember that. Keeping baby safe, keeping the full-term baby safe, the premature baby safe is paramount in the first year because their immune systems are building up to become strong. And so it's important to remember that. The other thing is quite often, grandparents will say, or friends will say, your baby should be exposed to all these viruses. I agree with them. Babies or people need to be exposed to build up an immune system. But whilst babies are building their immune system, absolutely not. One of the things when families take the, their babies home, they've received a lot of information from the neonatal intensive care unit. They also receive a lot of information from the baby's doctor. And if they happen to be pumping or breastfeeding, they're receiving a lot of information from the breastfeeding clinic and from the public health nurse. They also get a lot of information from the internet and well-intended family and friends. Remember, you know your babies the best. You know exactly what they need. You understand them a lot more. And it's important to go with your gut and with the people who make you feel the most comfortable, that, that can give you the information that you feel works with who you are as parents. That's extremely important as well. Is there anything that we haven't touched on in the conversation so far today that you wanted to, to leave parents with when it comes to dealing with illnesses and, and being prepared? Some of you may not end up breastfeeding when you get home or not being able to pump. The important thing here is to understand that you are doing the best for your baby and it's all about hand washing because that alone will protect your babies. Marianne Bracht is a registered nurse. For more information and tips from Hospital for Sick Kids, you can go to their website, www.aboutkidshealth.ca. And for more on vaccines, you can visit www.immunize.ca. That's I-M-M-U-N-I-Z-E dot C-A. With You in the NICU is created to keep pumping mothers and others company in and out of the NICU. It is produced for the Canadian Premature Babies Foundation by Jenna Morton and Tosh Taylor. Financial assistance is provided through education grants from presenting sponsor Medela with support from AbbVie and Prolacta. You can learn more about the Canadian Premature Babies Foundation by following them on Facebook or online at cpbf-fbpc.org.